2: Ho, ho, ho. Well, Merry Christmas, all you hunters. And for those of you who don't know, next week I'll be bearing gifts and arms. Ho, ho, ho. So on The Revolution Today with Jim and Trav, they'll be covering self-defense, compact handguns, layers of protection, printing 3D guns, the rejection of a Super Bowl ad from Daniel Defense, and much, much more. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Jim. Jim and Trav
1: Christmas is upon us
3: It's uh, next, next week, week.
1: Yeah. yeah Merry Christmas boys and girls God bless you And you haven't got me anything yet
3: Each and every one
1: I got you the gift of uh, Friendship <laughs> Okay <laughs> How's
3: that working out for you? Friendship <laughs> is
1: So far Mrs. Bunny is in the studio Mrs. Bunny is in the studio joining us How you doing Mrs. Bunny? I'm good Hey I want to say uh, Congratulations Jimbo You were up hunting with uh, Scott Carlson from Carlson's choke to yeah, Northwest Kansas this past weekend. Uh got a nice buck and a doe. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Long shots. All right. So uh we're talking about uh self defense on this week's show. Second amendment issues, uh ton of stuff like that. What do you guys think though? I already said hi to you, right, Bunny? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't say hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, so you guys saw the whole controversy or saw, heard about uh, Daniel defense to the Super Bowl not wanting to uh, run the ad. They don't even mention firearms or ammunition. And they and, just have a picture of a little gun. Well, they, no, no, they said they would take that away. Oh, really? They're going to take that away. They, yeah, they, they, they said like, no! they would take off the
3: logo. I
1: <laughs> can't do it. I hate football, but didn't last year Michael <laughs> Bloomberg actually ran an ad anti Oh no, that's different though. You know, if you look at the crime rate. Holy crap of NFL players. What is it like since last year's Super Bowl? What? 30, 31 players have been arrested for either um, murder, attempted murder, um, driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Assault. And the you movie,
3: say Hernandez? Well, the thing is that yeah, last, that's crazy. <laughs> that last year, Daniel Defense did run an ad with no problem. Really? What, they did last year? They did last year in, in just the Georgia market or something like that. Yeah, they, uh-huh. they ran an ad last year with no problem. And then this year, they try to do it, and they get a, a, a big old fat no. And even after, they they offered to change that logo at the end. And for everybody who hasn't seen it, the essence of the commercial is a guy gets home from work. He's looking around. He goes inside. He hugs his wife. His baby's crying. He goes in and checks on his baby. And um, it's... A,
1: Jimbo's in the room. The
3: overall... <laughs> The overall need to just to um, make sure that his family is safe. There's no mention of guns. There's no mention of ammunition, firearms, nothing. There's no mention of it. Just him making a choice to keep his family safe. And it doesn't even say how he's doing so. It doesn't mention any of that.
1: I do Taekwondo, though.
3: Right. Uh-huh. You're a what color belt?
1: <laughs> like a fuchsia?
4: I have actually I have a, Shut up. I have a Hummer that I run everybody down with.
1: Yeah. Stop it. It's
0: oh, yellow. It's
4: just,
1: you know, <laughs> it it really strikes me as odd since um the NFL is, you know, they're, they're in favor They're not violent though on the end. They're not they're not no, they're not violent, but they usually do support. I know Bob Costas is a big supporter of the NRA. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is well spoken about that. If, if that was the case, then LaPierre would be starving to death right now. It is just ridiculous. But here's the deal. We're never going to be able to change their minds or their way of thinking. Um, and it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, there's um, more of us than there are of them. Those people don't matter. They're just a bunch of idiots. And I think that we should just quit talking about it. In pers- My personal opinion, quit watching the stupid NFL. <laughs> what good ever comes of it like what life skills do these people have that are actually going to contribute to society when they're done when, when they say that the uh, unemployment or uh, no bankruptcy it's yeah. like within five years of most of these people retiring 80% of them file for bankruptcy That's and wind true. up on uh, government assistance <laughs> and they make more in one year than like 10 normal American citizens will make in a lifetime yeah it's but just, you know what they're not teaching responsibility or anything I do watch
4: football and the things that <laughs> I have learned from football. I understand what offsides is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I understand hand signals. Uh, I also know that uh, what false start means.
1: Frank's giving us a hand signal right now. <laughs> I take that as a go. See, you can, right. you can learn things. Yeah, you can learn how to beat people and get away with it. All right, so let's talk about printing 3D guns. I think this is a novel idea. Whether I, it will, I actually draw them with a pencil. Jim does. And actually, we suspended Jimbo because he was walking around pretending to shoot a, a fake bow in the studio. Yes, yes. And so we said, hey. But I killed three deer with it. You're off sides. (laughs) Go sit in a corner. That's it. (laughs) Um, So printing 3D guns. Some like 25-year-old kid came up with this and put something online. Isn't that right, Mr. Bunny? Like in March or April of this year?
3: Yeah, he's 25 years old. I think he was in school in Texas or something like that. Damn kids. Yeah, he's the the founder of Defense Distributed. And they've kind of uh, wrinkled some feathers already or wrinkled some... um, ruffled some feathers. Yeah,
4: <laughs> they, they wrinkled them. Well, <laughs> after that they wrinkled them.
3: <laughs> they ruffled some feathers already because they've been printing um, AR lower receivers and magazines and they posted a video um, announcing the printing of a f- of a functional single shot 380 ACP pistol that they've called the Liberator.
1: Now, the gun after the the, the single shot went kapooey. Right, blew, it blew, cracked. blew up the barrel. Yeah, it cracked Right.
3: It. It's um but in the wave of the future with technology and things like that, um a lot of things are possible and um with that, uh Printing whole guns in these 3D printers is very possible.
1: Well, Chuck Schumer got his panties in a knot, and I like you know he they Chuck came Schumer wears panties. Yeah, um, you know they came over with the cut or what? The yeah. Undetectable Firearm Act, which already bans non-metal guns. Which is I love this. It's a lot like banning unicorns. <laughs> um, you know he he was against the distribution of Glocks in America because he said there was no metal parts in it. You could just carry it on or get it past uh, metal detectors with no problem. Which is just I mean completely false. That's not true. But you well, know he speaks in half truths. Well, that's all our government does. Well, the part was you could go to the airport. And We're gi- be true. We're giving them too much credit to say that they only lie 50% of the time. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, they alerted the ATF about this. And what did they wh- what was their general analysis about this, Mrs. Bunny?
3: The ATF
0: yeah, <laughs> They laughed is what they did. Like, well, they, who cares? You know, Chuck, that's cute.
3: Yeah, Chuck Schumer might be in a huge um, rush to ban all this De-buckle. stuff. Yeah, but the ATF is appears to be um, taking it easy. They said that they know about 3D printing of firearms. They've been tracking it for a while. They've
1: known for a while. This just didn't come out. I mean, people have been trying this for a long time. Right,
3: but they they said that the firearm technology people have looked at, um, they haven't seen a consistent reliability um, yeah. of a firearm made with pre- 3D printing. And so um, the difference difference is you can go out and you can purchase a gun at some place like Ruger and get a really nice gun um, and... For, for not much money for not a lot of money and then the difference between that and printing a 3D gun is a 3D printer costs um, upwards of $8,000 holy cow yeah, yeah. So to you make pur-
4: one out of a piece of plastic right
3: so to purchase the printer and then to get the right plans and to get it engineered and, and printed the exact way it's supposed to and put in, and assembled all together I mean you got a lot of money wrapped up in this and then there's the very good possibility that it will either crack on the first shot like most of the models that they have or um, it could even blow up in your own hand well
1: here's the problem you know no one right now is trying to sell these and it's still a firearm at the end of the day and if you did then you have to have a firearms uh what? ffl yeah and so, class 97 but no one's
3: even trying to do that S-
1: chapter plastic and the people that are doing it illegally or for illegal purposes aren't gonna care <laughs> yeah. so i mean what are you gonna do
3: Yeah, you're kind of in the same boat. I don't know if I'm protecting myself or my family at home, and I reach under my bed because I have an intruder. Am I going to grab my 3D printed gun or the one I bought (laughs) from Ruger? (laughs) I'm pretty sure I I know which one I want to grab.
1: came out of my Luxmark printer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We ran out of black ink. (laughs) That's why it's blue right now. (laughs) All right, so uh, we are talking about Second Amendment issues on today's show. Uh, Also, uh, uh, self-protection, self-defense. Back to the break, we're going to be joined by Richard Mann. He's a former military and law enforcement agent. He has a book called A Handgun Training for Personal Protection. Also, Lee Williams, The Gun Rider. How about Ruger's own Ken Jorgensen? And finally, Unprose Chance Orth. All of this week's show? That's not a good thing. Yeah, a uh, chance. Uh, so, uh, Mrs. Bunny, thank you so much for joining us, as always. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, make sure you hop online find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Adventures of Dad Me. Check out our uh, webisodes. Cool stuff on there. But special thank you to Ram Trucks or RamTrucks.com Ruger, Ruger.com High Mount Seasonings, H I, Mtnjerky.com, and Cabela's world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com and Outdoor Channel. You can hop on, check out our archives, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. Here's a cool word from Mark. We'll see you boys and girls right after the break. Ruger on political involvement.
2: Pro-gunners take the lead. A recent published poll from the Pew Research Center found that when it comes to political involvement, there is a substantial gap between those who value Second Amendment rights and those who favor restricting them, with pro-gunners being more politically active and donating more money than their anti-gun counterparts. The poll found that 25% of those who prioritize gun rights have contributed money to an organization that takes a position on the issue, but just 6% of those who prioritize gun control have done so. The poll also found that gun rights supporters are more politically active, with 16% of them having contacted a public official to express an opinion on gun policy, compared to just 11% of gun control supporters. So we're cutting to a break, but don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Adventures of Dad and Me. Thanks.
4: Wednesday. One final challenge. This final challenge is a doozy. One gun from this season. Like that? My choice is going to be the P90. I'm going to go with the Steyr. This is going to be fun. (laughs) 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 There's not even bits of it left. That is probably the
1: first time that we've
4: done anything like this at Gunsight. Midway USA's Rapid Fire. All new Wednesday, 8 p.m. 7 Central. Only on Outdoor Channel.
5: A truck should make you want to get out and see the world. The Driver Command Center in the new 2013 Ram 1500, with available 3D navigation, Sirius XM, and Wi-Fi at your customized touchscreen control. Backed by a five-year, 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Engineered to move heaven and earth. Guts, glory ram the new ram 1500 with best in class fuel economy is motor trends 2013 truck of the year learn more about ram's pioneering technologies at ramtrucks.com see
4: dealer for powertrain limited warranty ram is a registered trademark of chrysler group llc sirius and xm are registered trademarks of sirius xm radio inc
2: Merry Christmas. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and
0: Trav.
4: If you're just joining us, you missed on Miss Bunny talking about that ad that was banned by the NFL.
1: Yeah, they're uh, good people. <laughs> yeah. They want to protect <laughs> us. NFL stands for not for long. Yes, you <laughs> can watch them and be bored, but they just don't want you to be safe uh, while you're doing it. We are talking about uh self-defense and second amendment issues on today's show. Being joined by Richard Mann, and he is former military and law enforcement, has a brand new book out called Handgun Training for Personal Protection. Uh Richard, how's it going, buddy? Good, it's good. So let's talk about layers of of protection. I love you putting here simply owning a gun while that might make you feel safer, it is no different than buying a treadmill you don't use. Uh, implying that if you don't um, get out and familiarize yourself with that firearm and become proficient with it, it's going to do you no good,
0: is it?
6: Yeah, well, in a practical sense, no. Um, that being said, you know, there's lots of things people buy to make them feel better. Yeah. So if you're worried about protecting yourself or something, Buying a gun is the first step, and, and for a lot of people, that, that's all they ever get through. They buy the gun, they put it in the drawer, they stick it in their glove box or whatever, and it makes them feel better. I don't have a problem with that. The, the real problem with it is it's only going to make you feel better until you need
4: it. Well, sadly enough, with a, with a handgun, you actually have to be willing to use it, don't you?
6: Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't really comprehend what being willing means. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course. That being said, it's hard to answer that question until you're actually put in a position, a situation where you have to make that decision too. Mm-hmm. Before I before I answer that, let me back up to something you said about uh, about being willing. You know, the purpose of a defensive handgun or carrying one is not to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. The purpose is to stop them, and I think that's the mindset that you have to have is. is Obviously, if you intend to kill somebody, that's murder with malice, and that's illegal. There's no two ways of looking at it. Mm -hmm. But the purpose of the defensive handgun is to stop somebody. And in most cases, when defensive handguns are used by police or civilians, the triggers are never pulled. The gun is presented into the situation, and whatever bad guy is doing whatever bad thing decides he ought to stop. Even if you shoot somebody with a handgun, you shoot to stop. You don't shoot to kill. So... You know, a lot of people, and, of course, a lot of us are influenced by television and, and the movies and whatnot, and you see somebody shot with a handgun, and it's instant death or very graphic or something. In the real world is it, it doesn't really happen that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: In some instances, somebody getting shot, their reaction is like getting stung by a
0: bee.
6: Mm-hmm. Um, of course, that's short-term reaction.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
6: But, uh, you know, from what I can tell you is as, as working as a police officer, and pointing a gun at a lot of people, and talking to civilians who had to point guns at a lot of bad guys, uh, that's, in most cases, all that has to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and, and TV does a pretty good job of representing that, too, because you'll notice on TV how many times the cops point a gun at a bad guy, and his instant reaction is, put his hands up. Mm -hmm. That's real world, and and that's the purpose of the defensive handgun. It's not to kill. It's to stop
1: the bad guy from doing bad things now going back to something you said a second ago in that moment all right when an attack does happen and you are forced to pull that firearm um and and let's say it does boil down to it that you do have to pull the trigger because it it does happen um you know i I, you know like you said you're talking about intentionally uh doing something i mean you can't honestly sit there and say that when you do happen to squeeze that trigger because it boiled down to that. There was it was a last option resort because, you know, there's people out there with malice intent. I mean, you can't sit there and say, though, that oh, I'm just going to try to wound this guy. I mean, you you could hit them in the leg and hit the female artery and, and they could bleed out and die. I think the whole thing is just to stop it. But I think you really have a 50 50 chance of either them living or not. Correct.
6: Uh, well, that, that depends, you know, survivability of. Handgun wounds in today's modern medicine mostly is determined within a few rare instances of shots actually through the heart or through the you know the, the brain or the, the central nervous system. Mm-hmm. The survivability is mostly determined on how quick you get him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. That being said, there are some wounds that can be delivered with a handgun that are unrecoverable.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Typically. Trained police officers and civilians are rather poor marksmen when it comes to, to <laughs> shooting at <bed> <laughs> That goes back to what you mentioned earlier about uh, training and, and the amount of ammunition you put through your gun. Um, you know, it's just like driving, uh, driving a vehicle. When you first got your license and was 16, uh, no. it was pretty easy to jump in the car and go straight down the road. Uh huh. But if you think back through the first five or ten years of your driving experience, how many times you had those moments where it just literally scared you to death because you wasn't prepared for the circumstance that where there was a slick road, somebody pulling out in front of you. Oh, yeah. You know, and after 5, 10, 15 years, and even now as as an adult, you know, with 30 or 40 years of driving experience, you'll still make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But you're much better prepared to happen or to deal with what happens on the road because of all that experience behind you.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I think
6: you can correlate that very well to the handgun. You know, you get in a situation, you've got elevated stress, you've got adrenaline, you're scared to death. I mean, there's there's all kinds of ways to describe the emotions you'll be going through.
1: You know, I just pray that, you know, it never boils down to that for anybody. So let's talk about your book for a second. Handgun training for personal protection. First of all, where can we find this book online, buddy?
6: Uh, Amazon.com has a, a paperback version and a Kindle edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both real affordable. I think the paperback version is fifteen bucks. Oh wow! Kindle's cheaper.
0: Uh-huh.
6: Uh Probably the best deal going right now, though, is through Gunsight Academy. If you buy the book through the Gunsight Academy's Pro Shop, mm-hmm. you're entered into a chance to win. A five day handgun training class at Gunsight.
1: Well, that'd be a sweet deal to win that. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, that cow. sounds like a
4: great book to uh, nice stocking stuffer. For Christmas. Yeah. Well yeah, everybody needs one for
1: Christmas. <laughs> I think I, I need think, they need two. I need two, Richard. <laughs> now do you have a Facebook page or anything for, like that, buddy? Yeah, I'm on Facebook
6: under my name, uh, Richard Mann. I've also do a blog that I, I work on probably every day, every other day. It's empty, hyphen cases. Com, emptycases.com. com, You bet.
4: Hey, we've been talking with Richard Mans. This guy's a great author. He's got a new book
1: out called Handgun Training for Personal Protection. That's right. Richard Mann is the man. You should be the man, too, or the woman, and pick up his book for Christmas. Get two for Christmas. Educate yourself. That's what you need to do. Well, coming up after the break, we're going to have Lee Williams on, and he is the gun uh, rider talking about some uh, new laws in Florida. going to be pretty cool. We are talking about Second Amendment issues and self-defense on today's show. Big thank you to Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, Hi, Mount Seasonings, H I M T N Jerky.com. Here is a quick word from Mark. We'll return after a minute uh, with Lee Williams once again. Uh, stick around. Thanks a bunch, Richard. Hey, thanks, guys.
2: Outdoor Channel on current gun trends. Winning. A recent Gallup poll shows that self-defense is the number one reason for gun ownership. Among poll respondents, 60% cited personal safety and protection as the reason they own guns. 36% said they own guns for hunting, 13% for recreation and sport, and 8% for target shooting. Those who owned guns just because they can, citing their Second Amendment right as a reason, only came in at 5%. This poll indicates Americans of all political stripes understand that private gun ownership allows them to defend their lives and the lives of their families. And this may explain why moving toward greater gun control is so difficult. So make sure you add outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution to your favorites list so you can easily catch up on our past shows over the holiday break. That's pretty good advice right there. For 20 years, Outdoor Channel brings you television you don't just watch, but brings you closer with information you can use. With expert talent you can't find anywhere else. Jim Shockey, Ted Nugent, Lee & Tiffany, Michael Waddell, and more. And now we've got more of what you love with new original series that go outside to get to the heart of what is inside. Outdoor Channel, true to the core. Get it today. Call 855-44-OUTDOOR. Need a gift for someone who loves to hunt and loves to read about it? Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls, third edition, of course. Find it at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com.
4: The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle combines features of the Ruger American Rifle and innovations of the 1022 Rimfire Rifle to appeal to all bolt-action enthusiasts. It features a modular stock system that provides comb height options for scope or iron sight use, a power bedding integral bedding block system for outstanding accuracy, a Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger, and a 1022 style rotary magazine for reliable feeding. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle, another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. What to do with a freezer full of wild game? Try High
2: Mountain Seasoning, specially blended flavors for all your cooking needs. Check them out at www.himtnjerky.com. Coming home for Christmas is always the best.
1: It's Christmas tree. Merry
2: Christmas! You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav.
4: Hey, I'll tell you what, if you're just joining us, you miss old Richard Mance. This guy knows a heck of a lot about
1: shooting stuff. He's the man. He is the man. Uh, Once again, he's got a great book out, uh, Handgun Training for Personal Protection. Uh, I I think uh, personal protection is a good thing. I throw the book. That's why I wear deodorant. That is personal (laughs) protection right there. All right, uh, we are talking about Second Amendment issues on today's show, just now being joined by Lee Williams. He is the gun rider. Uh, Hop on any search engine. Just plug in the gun rider. bunch of stuff's going to come up. He'll take you on a ride. Mr. Lee, how's it going, buddy? great real pleasure to be with you both hey it's great to have you now you just put out a great piece that everybody needs to write and here in a second i'll uh, i'll have you uh tell us where we can find it but the topic florida appeals court universities can't regulate firearms <gasps> but i thought they could lee
5: what's up with that Yeah, we had a major victory. There's a group down here, uh, Florida Carry Inc., and they are activists, if they're nothing else. And they (laughs) have found one of their members, who is a single mom and a student at one of our universities down here, who was denied the right to bring her firearm to campus. She couldn't even keep it locked and in her vehicle, or she could face expulsion and arrest. Really? Well, the case, yeah, it was tragic. The case made it all the way to the 1st District Court of Appeals, Wow! and they, they cited for the gun owner, saying that because of our state's beautifully strong preemption laws, yeah. universities, like any other municipality or any other government organization, have no right to legislate firearms.
1: Now, what message do you think this is sending to universities and to the antis out there. I mean, Across do, the country. Do you think that this is going to do anything, or do you think...
5: Yeah, I, I think this really solidifies the fact that uh, this is the m- first major test of our preemption law. Yeah. And it, it reinforces that this is a serious law. Florida criminalizes... Any politician who wants to mess around with the preemption law and start up a local gun ordinance or anti-gun ordinance, they not only do they face, uh, you know, recall and problems at the ballot box, but they can actually be charged criminally for interfering wow. with the state's preemption law.
4: Yeah. And also, now, uh, tell us about the Oregon uh, School Board, lifts open carry ban for educators. What the heck's
5: that all about? I, th- I think it's good. I, I you know, f- Whatever, wherever you have it, open carry is is always a little bit contentious. But if they're going to make a, a good pro gun move, you know, strong support here.
1: You know, you would think that more schools would get on board with this. I mean, I they're supposed to be shaping today and tomorrow's generation, to their minds, and and building a greater America. By uh, providing these kids with a strong foundation of More leadership and skills. But the thing is, I mean, we're we're sending our kids into the lion's den by not arming our teachers and putting security guards in place. I mean, look at that whole uh, situation that was diffused in less than 80 seconds uh, because it, a deputy last week, a deputy, it wasn't a deputy that exactly. showed up
5: on I the mean- spot. My father is a retired public school teacher. He taught uh, middle school math for 33 years. Really? And I look at his background. He was um, in the Army. Not only was he in the Army, he was a military police officer in the Army. He would mm-hmm. have been a perfect candidate for caring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would not have had an issue with it. And there are, likewise, a lot of trained staff out there that should not be an issue here.
1: Yeah. So, One more time before we go on with this. Where can we find
5: you online, buddy? Uh, easiest way is com.
1: Yeah. Now, where do you
4: see us going in the next couple of years? I mean, you've got, uh, things popping up like they are in Florida and this thing in Oregon. Uh, do you, do you see, uh, uh Chuck Schumer and, uh, O'Bloomberg Bloomberg and winning out else. on this whole thing or, or do you think that we're going to prevail?
5: Well, I, I really think that as long as a certain someone uh, has access to billions of dollars to fund whatever he wants to fund, that's always going to continue to happen. However, based on some of the polls that are out, I see public support for a lot of that dropping. Uh, we're back to where we were uh, a year ago in mm-hmm. terms of how the general public feels about guns. Down here, it, it's perfect. Uh, they're viewed as a tool. There's, there's no political. I mean, up in the Northeast, they're a political issue. In the Midwest where I'm from or down here in Florida now, they're they're simply seen as a tool, a great means of self-defense and uh, recreation.
1: Well, well wow. according to our government, that's not right. No. You don't have the right to defend yourself. No, that's their job and they're not going to be there to do it. So you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're actually coming up an ad break, buddy, to find out more about you, how we can get more involved, how we can educate ourselves. Where do we have to head to online to do that?
5: Easily, easy place to find, gunwriter.com or hit Google and uh, type in the gunwriter and you'll find us you bet.
1: Hey, we've been
4: talking with Lee Williams. He is a wild man and reporter for a quick metropolitan newspaper, The Gun Rider. The
1: Gun Rider. Hop online once again, just type it into any search engine. But coming up path of break, we're going to be joined by Ken Jorgensen with Ruger. He's going to give us the rundown of a couple Ooh. of their consumed carry firearms. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. But a special thank you to Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mountain Seasonings, HiMTNJerky.com, and Cabela's World's Famous Outfitter at Cabela's.com. One More Thing Outdoor Channel. Hop on Check them out and us, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. The Gun Rider, Man, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. My pleasure. Anytime, guys. Ken Jorgensen, he's coming up next. Stick around.
2: trucks on Gallup polls. Support for tougher gun laws at lowest point in decades. A new Gallup poll shows that the number of Americans who favor tougher gun control laws has dropped to its lowest point in nearly 20 years. Gallup asked the question, in general, do you feel that the laws covering the sale of firearms should be made more strict, less strict, or kept as they are now? 44% said more strict, 12% said less strict, and 43% said the laws should be kept as they are now, making for a 55-44 majority opposed to tougher laws. And for more interesting facts such as this, listen to our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts that can be found by going to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com
4: Lee and Tiffany, Michael Waddell, Jim shockey the biggest names come together on hunting's biggest night.
7: Are you kidding
4: me? Wild Game Innovations, Sunday night on the hunt, Whitetails. Ooh! Turkeys and big game chase from the farthest reaches of the globe. Wild Game Innovation Sunday Night on the Hunt brought to you in Part 5 Wild Games Digital Trail Cameras Sunday starting at 7 p.m. Eastern only on Outdoor Channel True to the Core When I'm backpacking in the mountains I like to travel light That's why I carry Camp Chef's Ready-Made Gourmet Outdoor Meals These freeze-dried meals cook right in
1: the pouch just add water With menu choices like cheesy lasagna teriyaki chicken with rice and more these meals taste great and with a shelf life of 7 years they're also perfect as an emergency food system supply at home. Look for Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet meals at a sporting goods store near you or at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors.
4: Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Colorado's Biggest Bucks
2: and Bulls 3rd Edition features hundreds of detailed hunting stories and photos. Go to www.Colorado'sBiggestBucksAndBulls.com today. Oh, oh, oh. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav.
1: Hey, if you're just joining us, man, you missed old Lee Williams. What a great guy, the gun rider. He is the gun rider. Once again, just hop online, any search engine, just punch in uh, the gun rider. A bunch of stuff's going to come up. get a caboose, too. Uh, yeah, Right now, we're being joined by Ken Jorgensen. He's the director of media relations and shooting sports uh, for Ruger. Ken, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. Well, you guys have just been going gangbusters the
4: last couple of years. And what, uh, two years ago, you gave a million bucks to uh, the uh, National NRA. Rifle Association.
8: Yes, we did. We uh, kind of had a challenge there to see if we could uh, manufacture a million Guns sell a million guns in a year, with a dollar going to the NRA for every gun sold, and we actually topped that. We uh, we actually went over one and a quarter million dollars that year.
4: Yeah, isn't that great? You know, that, and, that's and, amazing. And we tried to to help you out. We bought everything you
1: own. I bu-
8: I bought everything <laughs> I could.
1: <laughs> I drained my
8: kids' that's
4: college great. funds.
1: <laughs> now let's run through some pistols. You know, we are talking about Second Amendment issues and, and self defense uh, on today's show. But during the break, you brought up a great point when it comes to self defense and protection at home. You necessarily don't have to go with that smaller compact size firearm you can go a little bit larger if you'd like
8: well that's true i mean obviously in a concealed carry being small and having your gun concealed is really important and that's where things like you know the lc380 the lc9 the lcp the lcr revolver come in but in the home size is not that big a consideration. It's a gun you're going to have, you know, maybe in a safe by the nightstand, or you're going to have someplace on the house, or in the house, or maybe even going to have it on you sometimes, but the size is not the issue, and I think that's where something like, you know, the medium frame revolvers, like yep. the GP100, or maybe even a Redhawk, mm-hmm. or the SR series pistols, really comes into play. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. well, you know, I had my wife qualify for a concealed carry with an SR22. SR22, my wife and, too. I'll tell you what, uh, it's just really nice for her. As you say, there's not much recoil at all, and yet we graduated her to the uh, the LC
8: 380. The LC 380 is a nice gun. It's a step up from the LCP. A little bit more to hang on to. Uh, because it's a little bit larger, the recoil spring in, it's not quite as uh, strong, which means a lady can rack the slide and handle the gun a lot easier. It's been very, very popular.
1: Yeah, I love that little LCP-380. You could wear that thing in like a bikini and not find it. <laughs> that thing is so small. Like you're saying, compared to the LC, you know, LC LC's a little bit bigger, but that LCP, yeah. I mean, that thing is tiny. When I put it in my hand, it, it looks like a, a postage stamp. I mean, that thing is small, yeah. dude. Yeah, I put it in my Speedo. <laughs> a
8: friend of mine told the only gun he could get under the Cumberbund at his daughter's wedding.
4: <laughs>
1: that is so cool. He's a holding meaning to a shotgun wedding. Now, <laughs> before we go on with this, buddy, to find out more about you and about Ruger and your fine selection of firearms, where can we find you online?
8: Well, check us out at www.ruger.com and there's lots of information there. We, our whole product line is there, all the technical information, but also check out a lot of the videos. You know, there's videos on almost every product on the website tell you about the gun, tell you how to take care of them, tell you how to use them. And and we also have uh, some tactical videos done by people like Ling New from Gunsight and Dave Spaulding, retired to law enforcement. So there's a lot of good stuff on the website. Check it out.
4: Yeah, actually, we have a Facebook page called Adventures of Dad and Me, and we actually reviewed four uh, Ruger handguns
1: for that particular uh, segment. Yeah, I just went in there and uh, uh, did a quick review on them, got a great response from it. Now, what would you say... If you own a firearm and you want to be proficient with it, how much time do you personally set aside um, each week, each month, whatever you do to keep from getting rusty with
8: that firearm? Well, I don't set aside enough, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, on the road a lot, not at the range as much as I'd like to be. I do get to go to places like Gunsight and some other shooting schools, you know, periodically. And a lot of times that's when I just really kind of, work on refreshing my, my skills and such like that. But I would say, ideally, if you're going to, with a handgun, and you're going to stay current and stay up to date, uh, you know, I tell people that probably at a minimum once a month get to the range and probably do some dry firing in between. And when I used to get to the range quite a bit, i try and get there at least every other week. Really? You know? and, and one of the things that I had done over the years after going to a lot of different shooting schools, I'd always come away and I'd develop a hundred round drill. If I could go to the range and shoot a hundred rounds, what am I going to work on? You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. work on a draw. I'm going to work on a double tap. I'm going to you know, work on certain skills. And one of the things I think is really important is we tend not to work on the things we aren't very good at because we don't shoot well, we don't look good. Yeah. But those are the ones you have to do.
4: Yeah. Well, now, I, I've noticed uh, with the uh, the LC9 that we got from my wife, it has the Crimson Trace uh, uh, on it. Now, is that, uh, is that becoming more and more popular to get that uh, with the handgun when you get it?
8: Yes. Uh, we, we have a number of guns that come with lasers on them. And, you know, lasers have certainly caught on with people, and it's something that, I think if you're going to use a laser on a gun, you have to train with it that way. I mean, one of the things, and we all know that, in, especially in daylight, it's hard to find a laser sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, you need to work on your shooting skills with your sights, you know, watch the front sight, squeeze the trigger, that whole drill. And if you see the laser, that's the bonus in the process. And obviously, as your light gets dimmer, your laser is going to be you know more apparent. And so then it really, really comes into its own. The other nice thing about the laser is just in practicing, just in dry firing. Exactly. It's show you how much you move the gun. And so that's really, it, it's a good practice tool.
1: Mm-hmm. Going back to practice, you know, shooting a defensive handgun is a perishable skill. So that is definitely something that you do want to practice. And getting back to that SR-22 with the price of ammunition, uh, that is really a great gun to get out there and, and just to brush up, do what you can, especially in this holiday season, you get some time off. Uh, Get out to the range and shoot as much as possible. Um, I like the revolvers personally. It's less moving parts. There's less things that I have to think about. Um, For me, I'm a simple guy. That's what I like to use.
8: Oh, yeah. I think revolvers certainly have their place. There's a lot of people that want to say the revolver is dead. But, you know, it's a gun that if you learn to run it, you learn to manipulate it, and you learn to shoot it. It's going to do you well, and you know the LCR has certainly been a step up. I think a small frame revolver because of the great trigger pull and everything on it. It's it, you know again talking about uh, the wives or talking about someone that doesn't have a lot of hand strength. Uh, I've had a couple of people tell me that you know because of the arthritis in their hand they couldn't do this, they couldn't do that. But the little LCR was still a gun they could could handle and shoot well and felt comfortable with. And 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 actually, you know, in the end, having Having confidence in your firearm plays a big role in how yeah. well you do.
1: Well you know, I started off with that S P one oh one, uh just a little bigger frame than the than the L C R and then you know I, I, I went to that one for that main purpose of being smaller, but I just love uh, all of Ruger's firearms They are absolutely amazing Now we're actually Coming up on an ad break uh, Mr. Ken One more time To find out more about you Everything that you guys Have out there to offer Especially uh, Christmas time You got some great deals Going on Where can we find you online? We are at
8: www.ruger.com You bet
4: Hey that was Ken Jurgensen He's the
1: director of Media Relations And Shooting Sports At Ruger He is the Grand Poobah This man knows everything <laughs> The greatest shooter In the world Michael Piper Works for him <laughs> hey, well, hey we're the revolution We are pre- <laughs> Proudly brought to you by Ruger. Make sure you hop on, check them out, Ruger.com, also outdoor channel, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution, and Ram Trucks, Ram Coming up after break, though, we're going to have Chance Orth up on Pro. Here's a quick word from Mark, Mr. Ken Jorgensen. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, guys
2: ram trucks on talking safety now you can talk the talk and walk the walk so have you ever heard of yellow jacket yellow jacket is a high voltage stun gun concealed inside an iphone case yellow jacket has two safety features that help prevent accidental discharge while being easily deployable in an instant also the external battery can charge your iphone for up to one full extra battery charge pretty cool and shocking isn't it All right, bad joke, but make sure to follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. Do you hear that? That's the sound of your next African safari with Kolobi Safaris. Experience Africa's sights and sounds mingled with true adventure of a big game hunt for the dangerous five or any number of plains game animals. If you've ever dreamed about Africa, then you need to book your trip of a lifetime with Daniel and Doria Dutoy, the purveyors of Kolobi Safaris. Hi, I'm Jim Ferguson. I did, and you should too. Look them up on the web at www wwwk dot co or call them at 011-83-280-7643. Just being with family and friends. My family's all coming for Christmas Eve. It's Christmas. This is The Revolution with Jim
4: and Trav. Hey, if you're just tuning in, you're almost to the end of the show, and you know what? You just missed old Ken Jorgensen from Ruger talking about some great handguns. Yeah, once again, Ken Jorgensen is the director of... Media
1: relations and shooting sports. Uh for Ruger, he gets to have relations with a lot of media people anyway. Lucky dog. <laughs> Mr. Chance from Unpro, how's it going, buddy?
0: Hey, doing
1: great, guys. All right, so you like to carry guns, a lot of them. Oh, Illegal yeah. guns doesn't oh. really matter. Knives, <laughs> dynamite. Now what what is personally uh what's your, your first line of defense? Your, your your yeah, exactly. Your first line of defense.
7: My my first line of defense, is somebody were to mess with me, I just open up my jacket, and I'm wearing a a best full of dynamite. (laughs) I you know, I'll take us both down, buddy. And I'll blow up half the block, too. (laughs) You're messing with the wrong guy. That's awesome. Well,
4: the second line of of defense has got to be a scoop shovel (laughs) (laughs)
0: end.
1: A fire
4: (laughs)
0: truck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I
7: tell you, though, I've had, you know, I bought the 870, police barrel a couple of years ago and I absolutely love that thing and I've used it for sporting purposes as well. Really? really? How long is a yeah. barrel? It's an 18 inch so it's an absolute minimum length uh-huh. um, um, shotgun barrel um, and a, it fits right on the H70 like I said. I bought that new at Cabela's for $119. That's a deal. A great deal. And uh, Since then I've shot quite a few partridge with it it's a great gun in the wood really? um, and even at some distance I I can shoot clays uh, with it all day long it's quick it's light it's fast to shoulder and it shoots slugs accurately uh, up to 50 yards.
4: Yeah. Now, the thing is, there is home defense, which you can use a shotgun or even a rifle if you'd like. But when you get out on the street, they're kind of cumbersome to have that big old shotgun. So what do you like to use for a handgun?
7: <laughs> well, you guys know I have my Walther 32, and I love that gun. Yeah. And uh, they have the new PPKS-22 coming out, which oh. I'm also really eager to find. Oh, yeah. But I was just reading about mm, Guns and Ammo, the top eight most uh, underrated defense guns, personal defense guns. And the one that caught my eye in particular was the uh, Browning High Power 9. Mm. This uh, has been a little bit underrated, they think, in the United States because um, of a couple of other cheap, uh, popular uh, 9s, such as the Glock.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now
7: what does uh, this thing cost a, though? Just a a beautiful gun uh-huh. um and a uh, smooth action gun. Uh for price, gosh, uh, you guess as good as mine. Out of my budget. <laughs> okay, so you've
4: but, got you've got uh, you got your shotgun for your home and uh your kicking around town gun and then you've got your 32 uh third line of defense would be what? First
7: line of defense? Third.
4: Third,
0: Third line of defense. <laughs> number,
7: number three, line of defense. I, I love the these new Ruger 380 pocket pistols. Oh, yeah. I have a,
1: a couple of buddies that own them, and I just drool over them. Going back to home defense, okay, um, I'm glad that you brought the shotgun because that is one thing. We have not mentioned at all, and, and that's one of my favorite guns for in my house. It, it's simple to use. uh you, you point it in the general direction,
4: yeah, and what you have, you have the youth model of the eight seventy.
7: Yeah, I, I've which got, is a gun I love. Yeah, but it's great. twenty gauge. It's- yeah, it's and the,
1: you can, you can walk through the house and not bang lamps. Well, the thing is, my wife, uh, she uses that, but around the house, we have a, you know, I'm between red labels. I mean, ton of semi automacs, just a ton of stuff, but I love the shotgun because in that split of the moment second, when you don't have much time, uh, you don't have to be super accurate at aiming. Kind of exactly. G- general direction does it. Now you're going to have maybe a few more holes in the walls. Um, but you know, in that instance, I don't think you
7: really care.
1: It, Collateral damage. Exactly.
7: Exactly. You know, I, I wanted to mention, I got in an argument, uh, over deer season on the subject of personal defense. Uh-huh. And, uh, of course everybody else was on my side, but there was this one guy that I hunt with who was particularly stubborn on the subject and what he'd heard on Adam Carolla's radio show. You know Adam Carolla? He used to yeah hold, uh, man show with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. love lines and stuff like that. Yeah, Adam. He was a great yeah. guy.
7: He said on his show that he thought it was a good idea uh, to load a home defense shotgun with one blank, the first round being a blank, and that you use this to frighten off intruders so he didn't have to have, you know, a death on his hand or something like that.
0: I think,
1: and, it, and I, I said
7: that's the most
1: ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's the dumbest thing in the world because I mean, first thing that comes into my head, okay, he thinks you missed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, and now he's got only a couple seconds to get to you or get out of the house before you fire off another round. But you know, the, the whole thing though, if that person broke into your house with the intent to do something and he already knew you were there and probably already knew you had a gun. You're dealing with a whole different situation there.
4: Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, if you uh, if you uh, shoot him with the first one and the second one, maybe the third one be a blank, and as you're walking up to him, just fire the blank and scare the heck right out of him.
1: <laughs> if there's anything left to scare. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's a dumb idea. Yeah. I like
7: Adam Carolla. I, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous, and I like Adam Carolla, too, but... yeah. You know, He's got millions of people that listen to him on the, on the radio, and he's given some perfectly awful, uh, personal defense advice. Uh, essentially those are the people that end up turning into statistics. The situation, this is what I emphasize most is a mental training when it comes to defending yourself and your home. Um, if you have a gun, you have a concealed carry permit, you carry a gun, you, you can't hesitate. To No. When the decisive moment arrives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He who hesitates
1: <laughs> is lost. Yeah, exactly. You
7: exactly. lost the battle
1: before it even started.
7: And if, sure, if you're firing a blank at a guy, well, that's a big
1: hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you're telling him, you punch me in the face again, I'm going to hit you back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're actually coming up at ad break, buddy. To find out more about you, Unpro, get some more helpful advice um, like from Adam Carolla. <laughs> yeah. Where can we find you online, buddy?
7: Yes, yeah, check us out at www.unprofiction.com for our videos uh, our twitter handle is Unprofessional, and you can like us on Facebook at the Unprofessional Fisherman. You bet.
4: Hey, that was Chance Orth, and he's got some great ideas about how you could protect yourself. Also, some great Christmas uh, gift
1: ideas right there. Yeah, we'll send you an address <laughs> to send them to. That's right. Well, hey, we're the Revolution. We are proudly brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ram Trucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mountain City himtn jerkycom and Cabela's World's we'll Foremost Outfit at Cabela's.com. And Mary, don't forget Outdoor Channel. That's right. Outdoor Channel. Outdoor forward slash Revolution. Merry Christmas, everybody. Chance, thanks so much, buddy. Uh, Merry Christmas, boys. Thank you. All right, here's a quick word from Mark. Jim and I will return right after the break.
2: Ram Trucks on Texas. 90 is the new 70? Last year in Texas, five 91 year olds, six 92 year olds, and five Texans aged 93, 94, and 95 were among those applying for a license to carry a concealed handgun. A concealed handgun license instructor says he's not surprised that mature Texans are drawn to taking safety courses and obtaining a license to carry for personal protection. He says that older citizens have more life experience and maybe. More likely to have been a crime victim or know somebody who has, while younger people tend to think they are indestructible. So, for more info on concealed carry, hop on facebook.com forward slash adventures of dad and me and watch our webisode on personal protection. Introducing the incredible
4: revolution, things got a little weird with Jim and Trav. Hey, that's the show, folks, but we want to say a special Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everyone out there. Also, we want to thank now our 427 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Paneri,
1: and Frank the Sound Guy. Also, Richard Mann, Lee Williams, Ken Jorgensen, and Chance Orth. But like Jimbo said, Merry Christmas, boys and girls. God bless you. Make sure you get outdoors. Take some kids with you. Go fishing. Just stay warm. Be kind to Santa. Jimbo and I love you. Peace out. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you then.